Mary's job, once the hole was dug, was to bend down, remove the top from the box, turn it over, and shake hard, making sure that Neola's earthly remains settled into their final resting place near her husband Fred's. No fancy urns were necessary or permitted, since the garden's occupants had all agreed, in advance of course, that their dust would return directly to the dust to keep the lawn green for Easter egg hunts, animal blessings, and summer coffee hours. Earlier in the day, Henry had removed the top layer of turf, so the dirt should have yielded easily given the water-saturated ground. However, Henry seemed to be having trouble. He retracted the shovel, took a breath, and plunged it in with his right foot. The sharp crack of splitting wood emanated from the earth. Amidst the gaps and cries inspired by the cracking sound, Dick and Mary clutched the box containing Neola's ashes to her chest and stepped quickly out of Robert's way so that he could reach over to support Henry. The sexton had dropped the shovel and was hopping around on one leg, the other having been thrown into spasm by the sharp impact. The rest of the mourners had the appearance of a Greek chorus, alternately surging forward under their umbrellas to peer at the point of impact, then scooting backward to escape whatever dark forces the earth might release. Their rational minds must realize that the obstacle was benign, but Mary knew that their irrational minds were conjuring up a century-old coffin. Neola's family seemed to share this vision and was hopping up and down along with Henry. Seeing a need for her pastoral skills, Mary stepped sideways through the group until she reached them. She remembered when Neola's daughter Audrey had faithfully attended Grace Church with her parents, even after her early first marriage. However, the almost hysterical woman in front of her was a very different Audrey. She'd have to find out what had happened. Right now, she had a more pressing concern. Only five feet tall herself, she knew it would be difficult to herd Audrey and her husband off to the side while at the same time juggling the box. She spied a white robe at the other edge of the crowd and barked, Daniel, come here and hold Neola. To the young organist's who, me, look peeking through his long curly mop, she responded with a yes, you look of her own. In a minute he was at her side, gingerly accepting the handoff. Now just calm down, everyone. Father Robert, having ensured that both of Henry's legs were on firm ground, was facing off the group, which by now had grown in size as clients emerging from the food bank located in the church basement stopped to stare. Mary noticed that Raymond, the police officer who provided off-duty security at the food bank, was among them. She signaled to him by leaping up and down and waving over the crowd, and was relieved to see him moving toward the burial site. Father Robert and Raymond conferred for a minute, and then gestured to Henry, who nodded a little uncertainly, shook his leg out, and resumed his position. This time he moved the shovel a foot back from the original cut and pushed it in carefully. Mary realized that they planned to unearth the obstacle before planting Neola's ashes, and explained to Neola's daughter and son-in-law that there'd be a short delay. Henry seemed to be meeting no resistance and continued making a circle. The watchers stood by in silence, but persisted in bending forward slightly with each push and backward as the shovel came out. Neola's daughter, Audrey, on the other hand, cringed each time the shovel went in, and began muttering a rambling prayer, Protect us, Lord, from the dark forces that have invaded Mother's resting place. Help us remove Mother and Daddy's ashes from this evil spot to one which your Holy Spirit blesses. She suddenly turned to Mary, demanding, Give me my Mother's ashes! 
Mary held out her empty hands while scanning the crowd. Where had Daniel gone? The obstacle, once unearthed, proved to be the size and shape of a wine crate. It was a wine crate, Robert Vickers realized. As a matter of fact, he told Raymond, the security officer, it was the same type of crate that held the sweet wine used by Grace Church for communion services. The top looked to have been removed and then crudely renailed. Good job, Henry. Now go to the tool closet and bring back a crowbar, he ordered.